23 minutes away from eight. Tim and Katie do the week, being a uh, shortened week on a Thursday, ahead of Matariki weekend, of course. But the big news, the revelation overnight, or indeed late yesterday afternoon, that the government were looking at a wealth tax, a capital gains tax, a windfall tax, but all of that's been knocked on the head by the Prime Minister, Chris Hipkins, who is, as we speak, winging his way home from NATO. Now, the Finance Minister, Grant Robertson, is with us. Very good morning. Morning, Mike. Do you want to quit? (laughs) No. Big job to do. Uh, How disappointed are you in what got revealed yesterday? Oh, look, you know, obviously, you know, I was part of a a group of people working hard on what proposals we could put forward around the tax system. We were doing that, you know, starting in late 2022 in the context of cost of living pressures, wanting to see what we could do to alleviate those for people. And we had a good look at the tax system and we had a good look at a tax switch. Um, And obviously, I saw merit in that. I wouldn't have done the work if I didn't think that. Equally, you know, I understand what the PM has said and the decision that we made. Uh, we've got a very volatile economic situation that we're in. We've got to get ourselves through that. See, I asked you about it, and I asked Megan Woods about it, and I asked Hipkins about it, and I asked Cipollone about it, because I was clued in with Deborah Russell's speech in Queenstown a number of months ago. All of you denied it. Why did you deny it? I don't think we denied it, Mike. Yeah, you did. I mean, when we're in, no, no. When we're in the straight up and down process, denied it. When we're in the budget process... Um, those things always, no matter who the government are, are things that are, are kept you know, behind closed doors while we debate it. Once the decision had been made that we weren't going to do it, we could then move on with getting finalising the budget process. So it's just the nature of the budget process. Every government does this when they're thinking about what they want to do. And a lot of ideas get discussed. As I say, it's certainly one that I had some, some interest in, I think has merit, but that's not the decision that's been made and we're getting on with it. Just for clarity's sake, was there a windfall tax or could there have been a windfall tax for banks as well as a wealth tax? Yeah, we certainly looked at that in the specific context of how we would pay for the cyclone recovery. Um, not so much a windfall tax either. If you, if you have a chance to read through the papers, the idea that there was a windfall so much out of, out of what happened in COVID doesn't really stack up. What does stack up are long-term high profits by our banks. And so we had a look at that. In the end, we decided we actually didn't need it because we could manage the costs of the cyclone via the allowances and via our debt program. But we've obviously made the decision to go off and now have the Commerce Commission have a good look at what's happening with the bank. So, yeah, it was considered in that context, but um, we didn't go ahead with that. When it got killed, was it literally killed by Hipkins and Hipkins alone? Uh, no, obviously we have discussions, but you know the Prime Minister's view is very important here, and you know I think I've heard him and, and others refer to it as a bit of a captain's call, and I think that's accurate. But obviously he has to discuss these matters with his colleagues, and you know the Prime Minister has a big say in, in what we do end up deciding in, in most areas. How passionate were you about doing what you wanted to do? I mean, in other words, did you fight him on it? Oh, look, you know, I mean, I, as I say, I wouldn't I wouldn't have put so much work into it if I didn't think it had an idea that had merit. It's really important, Mike, that people understand that what we're talking about was here was a tax switch. So, yep, for sure, um, we had to find a way of paying for getting a tax-free zone of 10, 10K. Um, that's a lot of money. That's, you know, three or, three or four billion dollars mm. that you've got to find there. And so we looked around for how to do that. We do have some inequities in our tax system as well, which we've, you know, had reports on recently. So, yeah, I certainly did the work on it, but I'm also a team player, Mike. I've been around this um, business for a long time, and I understand the importance of the work we do. And I also understand the arguments against it as well. I'm not, I'm not blind to those. Um, we have our debates, we make our decisions, and we move on. I think part of the reason you're in the trouble, poll-wise, you are at the moment, generally and specifically this week, is this. So your core crown expenses back in 17 were $80 billion. 
they're now 129 billion. So you've never spent more. Your tax revenue's gone from 69 billion to 107 billion. You've never taxed more. And yet, despite all of that, you still wanted more. When's enough enough? Well, again, I think you just listen to the last answer I gave. It was a tax switch. This was money that would have been going back into the pockets of New Zealanders at around $20 a week. So it's not about the crown. Yeah, but not all New Zealanders. Money. You're, tax, you're taxing putting... the wealthy and successful yet again. Well, as I say, we didn't end up doing it, but just to count what you to. said, it wasn't about, it wasn't about us um, gathering more money for government expenditure. It was about um, a tax switch to give money back to New Zealanders um, at about $20 a week. But in terms of the first part of your question, Mike, look, you know, this has been a distracting and messy few weeks for, for the government. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, and New Zealanders, rightly, are, are looking at some issues and saying we want to see more action there, and, and the government accepts and agrees with that. One poll is one poll as well, and, and I think you know, I've seen your predictions and um, I've noted them down and we'll have a discussion about them in October. But there are plenty more polls that will happen between now and the election and plenty more policies to discuss. Too. Is the real key in yesterday's poll particularly that 64% of people who think the country is going the wrong way, you've lost the room? Yeah, I mean, that right track, wrong track thing is a really interesting one to look at. It doesn't always necessarily reflect a particular action of the government. It sometimes reflects some of the things that you've been talking about on the show already today around you know, how people are feeling about the economy generally. And there's starting to be some green shoots there. You know, business confidence is starting to come back. Consumer confidence is starting to come back. But it's a tough time. It's been a tough time with cost of living pressures. And people are obviously take that into account when they think about the mood of the country. Again, we've got three months through to the election. There's a lot that can happen, and there's a lot of things that we have to put on the table to discuss about what's important for New Zealanders, the strength of their public services, health and education, what they do see as the future in terms of jobs and the economy. You know, we're in the fight, Mike, and each Jeez. poll will come out. And we'll God bless, the, God bless you for your optimism. Uh, do you agree with the banks who are calling a double-dip recession now? No, oh, I've got no information to say yes or no to that. Obviously, we have What's your vibe, your gut? I, well, think we there, I think there is one. My gut says there is one. There's no question there is one. Yeah, well, actually, most the forecasters have struggled over the last few years, Mike, to pick where we are. Um, clearly, you know, even in the in the the technical recession that happened at the end of Q1, we still saw unemployment low. Unemployment is forecast to rise a bit. Um, but, you know, I, I've still got optimism for the New Zealand economy. I think we're a resilient economy. Still challenges out there, but we're way too early to predict whether that's going to be the, the How case. How much jiggery-pokery was going on with the surplus? When you when you freaked out when they gave you the, the, the word that the surplus wasn't going to be for another couple of years, you went back and got some advice, and you eventually came back with that number of $600 million one year out again, pushed the surplus out to one year. 600 is nothing. It's pocket change. It's parking meter money. How much jiggery-pokery and make it up to make it look good really goes on with you guys? No, I don't think that's fair at all. And again, you know, everyone just needs to take a step back. These are the same budget documents that get released every year. The budget process involves, you know, work between the Treasury, who do their independent forecasts, and us in terms of the programme that we put forward. My fiscal rules say get into surplus in the forecast period, keep debt under 30% of GDP. So they're always going to be the my north stars, as it were, in putting the budget together. That's no different than any finance minister. The budget's an iterative process. We have a fantastic Open Official Information Act, which means everyone gets no, we don't. To see all the component Grant, parts. Grant, we do not have a wonderful Open Information The OIA is a joke. Uh, you guys well, at every corner obfuscate, stall, Nash lost his job because of it, for God's sake. 
On the case of the budget documents, Mike, about nine ring binders of paper got released yesterday, which shows all the twists and turns of the budget process. And I was just responding to the point that you made by pejoratively calling it something which it wasn't. It's Jiggery pokery. Budget pro- it's a normal budget process. <laughs> all right. No, you go well. Have a long weekend. Grant Robertson, the, uh, the finance minister. At least we can laugh. We've still got laughter, and that's not taxed yet. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.